0: On this episode of The Leadership Hustle, we'll talk about the confusing question about who's responsible for leader development. Hello, and welcome to The Leadership Hustle, for executives whose companies are growing fast and need leaders who are ready. All right, welcome back to The Leadership Hustle for this next episode, where we're going to talk about this confusion between who's responsible for leader development. I'm Andrea Fredrickson, your host, and I'm here with
1: Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? Hello. Great. How are um, you
0: doing? Good, good. It's Friday. We're getting to record this on a Friday. We've never <laughs> done this before. No. Uh, I'd say we should have brought the whiskey, but yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll keep going. Anyway, um, it amazes me the number, the amount of confusion related to who is responsible, not only for developing leaders, but like who's responsible for developing anybody, right? Yes. So... Just to kick this off, Michelle, what what kind of things are you hearing as it relates to this topic, you know, related to who's responsible, who's saying what? Let's kick it off.
1: You know, things that I'm hearing or things that I've been hearing even through working with clients is oftentimes I'm just going to say that leader of projects or that individual contributor um, more often than not. I'm, I'm hearing that they're sometimes waiting for that develop, like waiting for it, you know? And right. it's it's like, <clears throat> I wanna just nudge you right off the edge there because it's like, you gotta step up and ask for it. Um, and then while at the same time, what I'm noticing shifting is businesses are starting to talk about, we want our individuals to own it themselves. Mm, sure, So that there is that ownership. But then at this, <laughs> in the same breath, my question is, what systems do we have in place that they're aware of? Are we educating them up that it's available so we can have those conversations right. and they can own it? So what are you, What are some of the things you're hearing? Well,
0: literally, I think I've even mentioned this story before where, where individual contributors or early managers or early leaders, they're kind of waiting for their manager, leader, yep. HR, the business, whoever they are, is supposed to tell them where they're supposed to go from a development perspective. And the leader is saying, What do you want? Where are you going? And and the question, like the deer in the headlights look of, Oh, I'm supposed to be a part of this, I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> and so we thought what we would really dispel is, you know, the bottom line is it's a mutual responsibility.
1: Yes, when you say mutual, there's three Okay. Go right? through go through the three. The individual. Yep. The manager the organization. And the organization. So
0: let's talk about what the organization in and of itself has to have a culture of development. Yes. They have to have the idea that um, we want people to be in a different place tomorrow than they were today, and that there's going to be an evolution. Well, we know that, but what are the resources that an organization should have is something that. All leaders in every company especially the senior group should be asking themselves it's not only an HR responsibility correct so what are some of the things that we think of that should be available or we should be considering is part of our toolkit for organizations so that they can help leaders and individuals develop what are some of those things
1: uh I, well I believe where someone in the organization, uh, again, doesn't have to be HR, but is identifying who is, who is is gonna help us develop our those leaders, right? Whether it's an individual contributor or, um, and whether that's an internal training or an external training. Is there a partnership we are, we're creating with someone um, or is it something that we're gonna be um, implementing ourselves, right? Okay. Like internally. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I, I do move towards the belief is having consistent options from the similar or same resource because it when we go when we provide individuals training on behavior and leadership per se right in okay. management it becomes a common language right if everyone is going through the similar things but if we have people we've got three people going here we got eight people going here last year we had 20 people go there we had 10 people next year it's a hodgepodge and there that's it doesn't impact the culture the same way as if you have one unified right. but finding and deciding what is that that option going to be available for our people so setting up a core
0: leadership philosophy, and setting up a standard language that people can use. Just last week, I was working with a group and we were talking about the concept of uh, time management. It's a management discuss discussion, it is a leader discussion, but the language that has shifted from one session to the next was, oh, that's a quadrant two behavior. And we spend too much time in quadrant one behavior. And everybody was talking about it and they all understood what it meant versus everybody coming from a different perspective. Yes. And the people that were um, that we were meeting with, they recognized how fast that language just took a life of its own and yes. how it just Eliminated some so much confusion because everybody had the same language. Yes. So that that standard core here's the language, here's the philosophy, here's the promise, here's the premise, is is critical for an organization. Correct. It doesn't Correct. mean that we don't bring in other ideas that we can add to it. We can refine those things, but that solid core is is pretty good. Yeah. Anything else you can think of that um, organizations benefit from? That allows their leaders and those who are developing um, as resources?
1: You know, I think there is the, um, the belief that as a manager, it's my responsibility to help guide, provide resources, and actually nudge my employees. So that, to do that, though, there has to be the, the part, the process of developing that belief. That, that people are on that kind of that same page. Sure. So then that way, no matter where you're working in that organization, at least the managers are, those peers are all guiding and kind of coaching right. uh, where they're providing those resources. So So senior leadership,
0: those that are establishing what we want the culture to be, needs to put in place something that talks about we're in growth, innovation, continuous improvement and that what that means is we all are responsible. Correct. There's there's the thing, and then they'll be talking about that as an individual leader during their one-on-ones and during other um, events throughout the organization. If we don't establish that, we don't, it's gonna be very difficult. We'll have individuals, we'll have departments that will do different aspects of what we're talking about. But it really is, if you want a culture where we're not only growing financially, but we're growing humans to take on different responsibilities, to be prepared for next jobs and different um, promotions so that we can bring on new people as your organization becomes bigger, we don't want to be behind the eight ball. And so we're looking at being proactive rather than reactive. Yes, Yes. The other thing that I think that we want to make sure is happening is that everybody, especially if we if we don't have a human resource department or a training department, that we're looking for what are the resources that people can use in developing their folks, especially if there's a specific need. So is there, you know, we've got the partnership or we've got a philosophy that is setting up that standard language Mm -hmm. for everybody, but who are we partnering with for subject matter expertise? Who are we partnering with, or where are we going for resources related to very specific, very specific technical aspects of what we're we're doing? Um, somebody goes to a convention or a workshop. Do they bring back resources that p- other people can use? Do we have a subscription to something, you know, that that other people have access to and can gain on their own time, the independent? Learning kinds of opportunities, yes. but we have got to, as a company, we have to invest in those resources and let people know about those yes. kinds of things.
1: Yes, definitely, we have to be having the conversations, and but consistently from from manager to manager, division leader, whatever, right? right? Uh So then that way it's having that ripple down effect, and people feel um, people feel like you're, you care. People feel like you're developing them,
0: and we have to market those internally. I can't tell you the number of times where. Uh, I had an individual that was asking me about a resource that we could provide. (laughs) And I happen to know that they have these other resources internally, but no one's marketing them on the inside. And so have we let people, reminded people, we have this subscription to this learning platform. We have these, you know, maybe we have a Dave Ramsey um, follow, uh, we can do some financial development or some things like that. Like, But people have to know about them. And then
1: hear about them and find out what the benefits are to doing that. Yes, and it's not just during the new hire because when you first get hired and brought on, (laughs) being bombarded with drowning, (laughs) right? And (laughs) so, I mean, the least thing that you're really focusing on is this additional learning because you know you're going to be learning a lot of the things that you're going to be, you know, doing. So it, it is. It's about those later conversations and what are you aspiring and. Let's just touch base with everyone. We have these resources. When would they be helpful? Who's right. used these resources at the same time, right? Right. Get it's, other people, be people talking, talking about, about them. Yeah. So let's switch gears. Let's go to the second. So we've got
0: company, the leader. The leader. And the employer, the individual. Um, let's talk about the leader. What are some of the things that that leader should or could be doing to help promote the um, development of members of their team or other leaders?
1: Well, which we've already talked about in the past, but one-on-ones. Mm. I, I think it, it hits two. One, in team meetings, making sure that we are educating them on maybe some new releases and just the awareness of the different resources, if anything's new added. Um, but then at the same time, those one-on-ones, it's you know obviously asking them the questions about what do they aspire? What do they wanna try out? What do they wanna check into? What do they wanna, you know, um, even shadow or something. Right. And if there's some things that hit that behavioral piece, let's just say, for example, um, let's just say they're, they're working on the phones via, or internet, whatever, via the customers, and they wanna get better at asking open-ended questions um, and listening, just some of those things, it's like, okay, well, here are some resources that are out here as well. So it's it's helping them be aware that these are things that this, the system or the, the business already has in place for them to utilize. Right, and I think that we get so caught up
0: in, oh, we need to develop our people that we always think of courses. Now, mind you, we love courses. So that's part <laughs> of our business, right? Um, but let's add to that. We have experiences people need. So whether it's shadowing um, someone who is particularly good at verbalizing things, Uh, attending meetings or events where people are doing things or thinking about things or talking about things that they, that the particular leader has not been involved with before. Uh, Maybe they're leading a committee and they've never led a committee before that they can, you know, or a project plan that we can get them involved with. They're gonna learn, they're gonna make some mistakes, yep. but we have to give people those experiences so that they can develop the skills. And and some of the episodes we've got coming up, we're talking about leadership versus management. And and we've mentioned some of this before, that, that we have people who don't have experiences in tough decisions, or they don't have experience in getting people who they don't, um, have authority over to get things done? And how do you motivate someone without using a hammer? And so, giving people those tools and resources to to do that, I think, is is super powerful um, for their leader development
1: experience. Definitely, well, and also the feedback. How good of a job are we doing, you know, as that manager of finding out what is it they want to get better at, and then when they're provided opportunities to do it, Mm -hmm. like, let's even just say, for example, um, a manager decides they have department meetings once a month, and let's have different people in the department run the meeting versus the manager. Sure. So now they get experience in setting up and creating agendas and, and running that, and then it's like, okay, let's, let's give some feedback then. What feedback? Is there anything specific you want feedback on? Is there anything you want me to watch for while you're doing that? Um, but it, it really is about providing those opportunities to, to give the feedback that that person is looking for. Or
0: even debriefing. So what did you think went well? What would you do different next time? (laughs) Um, Look at, you know, is there another resource that, you know, is this a meeting of brainstorming or is this a a meeting of just information dissemination? Like what's the purpose of that meeting and, and have we given people resources on how to
1: lead a meeting and then saying, okay, what would I do different now that I've experienced it? Yes, yeah, that's funny because yesterday I spent often, we kind of veered into the meetings and then this morning on a Zoom, um, we were having conversations about meetings and a gentleman's been promoted. He's going to be having a meeting in front of the executive team. First time because he's replaced someone who retired and uh, I was like, okay, let's think about a couple things. Let's, What's your agenda? What do you want them? Is there anything you want to have them read beforehand so you're not just spitting out information to them, right? Right. So they can kind of think and process it and come up with ideas. What is the purpose of this meeting? Is it brainstorming, we're making a decision? And I said, and then when you go into it, let people know at the end, you want to know, what did you like about how I facilitate this meeting? Because it's different compared to who had been doing it for years. What did you like about it? What did I not do that you wish I did? Where you're you're capturing that feedback at the very end. And he's like, not about that
0: so. so that would be a learning opportunity of coaching that if you were on from the you know a third party helping this this particular person as the leader of that person you could be doing having exactly the same conversation correct. correct and so you as a leader looking at where is the person now doing a little bit of an assessment on where could they possibly be um, challenged? How do we take them out of their comfort zone and stretch? Because as we said before, you don't learn until you let go of the current belief that you already have or the current habit that you already have. So thinking about what those are. So from a leader perspective of others, knowing what your resources are, uh, looking at or asking the person, you know, what is it that that you Would like to have become do experience those kinds of things. Correct. Um, What's important? Providing the feedback of for that person, but also some people don't know what they don't know, and so just considering. So, if you wanted to take on more responsibility in the same position, or if you want to become better in the position that you're in, or take on a different role altogether. These are the kinds of things that you might want to become better at or have experiences at. Like introduced to. And introduce them to your employee. And so you can't simply be like, oh, I don't know what the, the employee's goal should be because it's a performance evaluation time. We don't have to wait till performance evaluation time to have this conversation. So referring back to one-on-ones, the episode before this or previous to this, you need to be thinking about how to help support and nudge that particular yes. individual. Yep. It doesn't have to be a leader, it can be an individual contributor. Same process, same yes. concepts apply. Yes.
1: Yep. And provide them those, those options and then let them decide what is important and have them identify the goals they want to work on and randomly, you know, like what, what feedback can I provide to this can be important. Now, the, the third one is going to be the individual contributor, right? Right. And that indiv- individual contributor has to have just as much buy-in, energy, motivation, because they're the ones having to do the actual work, which is hence the reason we want them to do the goal, (laughs) versus the manager writing the goal for them.
0: Well, and so often they're waiting for the leader to tell them, well, individual employee, regardless of the role or title that you have, they have a responsibility in their development as well. Yes. And from the day they walk in the door, that has to be an understood message. Yes, because otherwise they're waiting for you to say something, and as a leader of that person, you're like, um, "Where's your initiative? Where's your gumption? Where's your you know? Where's that going?" Of course, it's great if you've got somebody who takes the initiative, but you already, but you may not know what they are learning, because they're doing it on their own. They've just they're just evolving, which right. is fine but it's still important for that individual to say, okay, person I'm working with, person I, that I um, report to, here are some things that I have been thinking about. What if I were to move into this other role? You know, what, were the, what would be the things that I would need to learn or how would I get there? Leader can give you that feedback. Or, you know, in this position, I'm thinking there's some way that I can automate this. What would you think if I did some research on how to automate, automate yeah. this and see what it could happen? I mean, most leaders are like, please do that. <laughs> please do that. <laughs> please
1: make life easier, yes. But as
0: an individual contributor, if you see something that could be better, done you know, better, it's stronger, it's faster, it's more robust, it's going to add value to your customer, internal or external, Let's let's work on it yeah. or talk to the person that you lead because maybe it takes time that they we don't have right now available or maybe there's a resource that they know about that can help you.
1: Yes. But as that individual, we've got to be asking. Yeah. You got to be up. asking questions. You got to be speaking up. You've got to be thinking. You've got to be observing. So when I say observing, it's like observing and being curious about the business in general, right? And, and growth opportunities, not removing that mindset that there's nowhere for me to grow because you don't know about the possibilities. A year from now, the business could look really different. Right. And, but if we stick into that mindset that, oh gosh, you know, we've got, everyone's been here for a very long time and no one's, no one's retiring anytime soon. There really isn't nowhere for me to grow. That's an assumption and it's usually false. <laughs> well, I mean, your own life. Like, you,
0: Michelle, you've been working with us for 18 plus years, right? Yes. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing they're like, so what's the next job is mine, right? <laughs> and so she's learning all those things, but she's been waiting a long time, and I'm hoping she's waiting a little longer <laughs> for her role into mine, but that hasn't stopped her from taking the initiative to learn, or add, or adjust, or, hey, what do you think of, or teaching me.
1: Well, yeah, kind of going into where I like to hang out versus where you like to hang out. You right. like to hang out, really love to hang out with family businesses. Right. I don't mind family businesses, but that's not my passion. So. I'll learn on that. You can keep that. (laughs) I'll help when needed, but I love helping family businesses, but yeah, that's your, that gets you excited. Right. Um, But yeah, finding those other little niches or those little things that I get excited about and learning and navigating through that.
0: Emotional intelligence, the brain science stuff, that's the stuff that you keep bringing to us. So, um, you know, this is an episode where some people are like, oh, we don't need to talk about who's responsible for leader development. and yet. I bet this is a question at least once a week that comes up in some way, shape, or form that who's responsible. So from, a, from from tying this up, does your company have the resources available for leader development? And do they have a common language that is established on, how things are gonna be talked about, and, and how do we move things forward so that things can be built on from a foundation? Do we have that information, and are we
1: marketing yeah, it? Yes, and are we marketing it? Are we marketing you it? gotta internal market it.
0: Second, do the leaders understand that they have a, a solid responsibility, not only to develop people to do the current job that they have today, but also to give them ex- give people experiences so that they may choose to consider other roles or responsibilities within the organization, whether it's an elevated position, a lateral position, or some way that they can contribute in some other way, like um, project management or committees or things like that, that we have to give them, we have to give information to employees, but also give them feedback. And third, that the employee has to understand from the day they walk in the door that they have just as much responsibility for their development as the leader that they have, uh, that they report to. They have to speak up. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Leadership Hustle. Don't forget to subscribe.